Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Penalty Box Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Anderson. So far, I hope you've been able to listen in on a couple of our episodes. The first one with my wife, Summer Anderson. We talked a lot about the Randy Carlson tournament and the future of the tournament. And last week, I got to talk with Eric Llewellyn from the Renegades uh, about all things hockey and uh, even branched out into the national sports scene. Today, we're going to bring in a new guest, uh, our friend and goalie from the extreme. His name is Clint Lingenfelder. If you don't know him, well, then you haven't been paying attention. He's a great guy and a great guy to have a conversation with. So I hope you stay tuned and enjoy this conversation with Clint Lingenfelder. Hello? Clint, I think I think you're with me. I think we're good. All right. So we had a little technical difficulties, but no worries there. And, you know, it's funny as I was watching my phone screen, like I'm looking at the charge in the top right corner. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you how much I miss hockey. It went from 72%, and that's like Patrick Hornquist number, then uh-huh. to 71, Evgeny Malkin, and I just kept going down. Now we're down to 66%, and you know what that number is, right? Oh, I know, it. and the one that was too above that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so how are you handling things right now with no, with no hockey and – are you watching uh, some of the old reruns and stuff on TV? Yeah, yeah. I watched the 16 and 17 finals the other day, and that was – um, it gave you a little bit of a different perspective watching it a second time, I guess. And uh, it's, a, it's a lot easier to watch a second time. There's not oh, as many nerves. Yeah, it is. And I tell you what, and especially in 16, just how um, – what did San Jose have in the third period? How many shots did they have? I think they had one shot all period long. I mean – for a team to do that in a final game, I mean, and the Sharks weren't a team that you could just roll over. Oh, absolutely not. It just really showed how good of a team they really had both those years, you know. I, I think the 16 team especially was dominant. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I felt like the 17 team had to work a little bit harder. <laughs> and I wonder, I don't know if that came from, you know, just being tired from the year before or I don't know. Well, no, no Latang as well. Tang as well, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but then I thought, you know, Trevor Daly really jumped into that, that role being the number one defenseman there, and he really – I thought he played a great – the whole playoffs, to be honest. And, and Ron Hainsey. And Hainsey. I forgot about Hainsey. Isn't he – is he on, um, what, Toronto, right? Well, he went from Toronto last year to Ottawa this year. Okay. I, I, I knew he was on poor, in Canada. Poor, poor guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's not having much fun anymore, but no, no, no so, other than, you know, oh, go ahead. Other, other than that, I mean, just trying to stay busy and I've gotten, I've been fishing and, you know, um, gotten back into, I used to ride dirt bikes a lot with friends back in the day. Now actually Jake got me into, um, riding bikes again. So I've been starting to do that some more, but other than that, just kind of relax and not having to worry about work for a little bit, I guess. There you go. Now for me as a, uh, well, I have to have some kind of project. So I started this podcast and then I, uh, I did, I bought a bike, but probably not the kind that you and Jake are riding. Uh, you, the kind, you bought the, a pedal bike. Yeah. You have to pedal this one. So I yeah. thought maybe that would help keep me in some bit of hockey shape. Well, <laughs> that's one thing that kind of got me, uh, you know, really not upset, but just kind of, um, 
depressing that I, I started, you know, in the gym and stuff for a while there and I, you know, had six weeks strong on it and then, you know, everything got closed. So, um, yeah, I mean, I miss hockey. I miss being able to work out, you know, and not even a hockey, just, just hanging out with the guys at hockey too, you know? Oh, me too. Yeah, I hear you for sure. So you've been in the XHL for what, eight or nine years, I think? Uh, this will be my 10th year, actually. Oh, very good. All right. Just, so you've been just thought half, about that today. Yeah, half half of the um, league's existence. And I yeah. think we you did you start in Brockway then? No, the very first year it moved to Reynoldsville is when I started. Okay, so that that was 2011 then, right? Yes, and I kept the math was throwing me off a little bit, but I counted it on my fingers and it I guess it is the 10th year this year. Yeah. All right. So you, you, um, when you first started, what, what got you into the XHL? How did you hear about the league? Uh, why did you join as a goalie? Tell us about the, the beginning. Well, um, the number one person that is the very first person that said anything to me about it was Greg Money. Um, actually right now, Greg is dating my cousin and they were dating back way back, you know, 10 years ago, but then they had broken up and now they're back together. And, uh, he kind of just told me about it and, you know, he set it up to where it was intimidating at first because he said, you know, how good the league was and stuff. And, um, and you know, I'm, I've always been a bigger guy, so I figured, you know, a lot of it is speed there. So I was like, okay, so the first thing out is I'm not going to be able to keep up with them. So why why not, you know, play goalie? So I just kind of went and bought cheap pads off somebody. I don't even remember where I bought them from. And I started up. I couldn't stop a beach ball, you know, first starting out. And, and you like, I mean, did you like watching hockey? Because what would, I know you played football in high school, but what got you into hockey itself or interested in hockey? My, oh, my one, my one um, buddy, Richard, that I've been friends with for about 12, 13 years. He um, actually is the first person that got me into it. So I started playing deck hockey and um, down here in Punxsy, the community center. And actually, Jason Stamler played in there. Um, I don't know if you know him, but I know like Bert knows uh rob mccoy he's the owner of the community center and they had you know about 20 30 guys that would go down every sunday morning and just play deck hockey so that's kind of the the first thing that got me started into it then obviously once i hung out with greg a little bit and talked to him then he kind of you know oh why don't you just give it a try why not and i was like sure you know hey well i'm glad you did Um, me 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 too because i mean just uh you know not only the the exercise part of it, but just, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've always been kind of a competitive guy. So, I mean, I don't take it a hundred percent serious, but I still take it somewhat serious because it's the highest level myself and pretty much everybody else is ever going to get to. I mean, you know, getting to big leagues like the NHL and the NFL, stuff like that doesn't happen a lot. Right. And it's just fun to have a chance to compete against other people. Um, yeah. You- you said you couldn't stop the beach ball at first. And I mean, we've all been there, you know, we all have yeah. to start somewhere, but I think as a goalie, that would be especially hard. And um, I, I guess what kept you from getting discouraged and how did you improve? Um, oh boy, you're really punching into my memory here. Um, <laughs> you know, I tell you what, two guys that have always been um, cool towards me. If I ever asked them anything um, has been, of course, Adam and um, Rob Keek, you know, those two have, say Adam, maybe a little bit more. Those two have always kind of, Adam's encouraged me a lot. Um, and I don't know. I just really, 
I enjoy it. I mean, well, I started off, my first team was Venom. And that was with guys like um, Jeremy Lee and RJ and uh, Luke Dreyer was on there. And I can't remember everybody else. But, you know, it was just fun. You know, it was fun to go. And, I mean, we lost – we only won maybe a game or two the first year and the same thing for a couple of years. But um, it was just fun to go and hang out with the, those guys. And um, I got out of football. You know, I didn't like certain – politics and football you know how small towns certain certain things with your last name if you know if you don't (laughs) have the right name then you don't get a lot of playing time you know well you need to talk to my brother about that he's always talked about that yeah yeah so that kind of i so you know i played football ninth tenth eleventh and then my 12th grade year then i said you know what i just did track and then i started playing up there so um would you rather play i know you started on a a team that wasn't very good in front of you. you. You probably saw a ton of shots, which isn't the worst thing for a, for a new person starting out because the best way to get better, I think as a goalie is to just see a lot of shots. Yeah. Um, and you've come full circle. Now you're playing on a team that is one of the top teams. I know you guys made the finals last year. Um, what, what, I guess I'm sure you enjoy both, but how do you um, square that with, would you rather be on a team that, that you're, you know, getting a lot of shots, but maybe not winning or, or a team where you don't see many shots and you're, and you're, and you are winning? I mean, that's a, it's a, there's a fine line in that question, I guess. Um, I mean, the perfect scenario would to see 40 shots and be on a winning team, you know, so you're, you're busy when, when you see, you know, between 30 to 40 shots in a game, you feel in the game, you feel like you're controlling the game, a lot yourself you know um and sometimes when you know i really do enjoy playing with like buzzard and dave and kevin you know um they um help me not face a lot of shots but there's games where i'll go in and i'll face five shots i I'm mean sure, and that's, sure it's tough to get up for those yeah and you know especially when they're at nine o'clock but um <laughs> it's it's one of those things i mean i i just want to play and i guess i would like to win and um i really enjoyed the times though when i'd face 50 shots you know one specific game i have i'll probably always remember is when the wolf pack was the the bit the big dogs there for a few years um I, who was i with i think i was i was with peach and i think it was on the best men or i can't or maybe twinefield i don't remember one of the you know lower teams and um I faced 50 shots in the first round of the playoffs and then we had lost three to one. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you, we, you were locked in that night. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean like that, I'd love playing those games, even if you lose, you know, you love playing those, but um, no, I would definitely, if I had to pick between the two, I'd rather be on a, a top team because, you know, I like the competition in the playoffs, especially when it gets to like last year with uh, against the Knights. I mean, that was a, crazy series you know how fun that was back and forth i'm not going to talk about the finals but um (laughs) yeah no definitely i'd probably rather i enjoy both though so goaltending is more mental i think than any other maybe any other position in all of sports i mean um the only thing that i could maybe think of is golf because i think with golf, it's it's so close to having that. You have to have that confidence to, yeah. to perform the shots. Yep. Goal goaltending is so mental. So, 
you know, I tried it years ago and pick up play. Uh, I know how difficult it is. I haven't, I haven't gotten back into pads for a reason because I wasn't very good at it. Yeah. So what are you focused on during a game? And are you thinking about the things that the team in front of you is doing? Like, Hey, pass it to this guy. He's open. Or are you just strictly focused on your own game? Um, I would say I'm focused. If, if I like, when I know that I'm seeing the ball, I'm focused on only the ball. I don't even I don't even know who's coming down with it. I don't even um, I'll always you know kind of take a peek over to my left or my right, whoever's you know cross crease for a pass. But um, most of the time, when I when I know the hundred percent that I'm locked in, I don't even know who it is coming down shooting on me. And do you have any tricks if you do if you give up a goal or a bad goal? How do you get that out of your head? Uh, or, or don't it's, you? <laughs> it's hard because, and you know what, a lot of people know this about me that I my head is my worst quality. I think being goalie, um, I give up a crappy goal within, you know, the first few minutes of a game or the first, you know, first period, you know, and then, um, I let in a few other ones that are weak and then my head's just not there for the rest of the game. Um, I tell you what, the biggest thing that I've noticed that really affects my play, I don't know how many other people that does goalie wise or player wise, um, is like my personal life. You know, if my personal life is stressful and stuff, then my mind is it's all kind of mushy during game time. Right. So, you know, as a, as a player, I try not to say too much to whoever is my goalie because I think that's a personal position and I don't want to mess with my goalie's confidence or get them thinking too much about, you know, technique during a game. The, yeah. the exception might be as if I see that maybe they're off their angle a little bit and I'll say, Hey, you know, yeah. you're just playing a little too far to this side or that side. Do you like feedback from your teammates or would you rather just be on your own? Um, it just depends on what kind of feedback, you know, like you're talking with, um, you know, if, if any player on the team comes back and like gives you an attitude about a goal, you let, give up or not, that is always going to affect the goalie. It doesn't matter who it is. I mean, I, I think that's that should be like the number the number one rule I guess would be don't ever knock your goalie's confidence when a goal's let in. I mean that's that's how game can go from being one two nothing to being six seven nothing by the end of the period, you know. Um, but no, like if I'm off my anger a little bit, I I've told guys that I've played with like, hey, if you notice I'm off my like, especially like when I play in like a tournament with like Corey and Jake. I tell them specifically before the game starts, if you see me off my angle at all, tell me so I can make sure I get out a little bit more on it. Um, and, you know, they're good. a lot of them, like Jake specifically, you know, he's a defensive-minded guy. He always um, – me and him talk a lot about it. And he says about any goal let up, I he, he takes it solely on the defense, and then I take it solely on myself. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of one of those things where – I guess yeah. Anything goes wrong, you know. A lot of people take the blame for it, but I—I I mean, every goal I let in, I usually take the blame for. Right. Well, I always feel like if you know, as a defensive player, your job is to um, take away the next shot. So, like, if yes. if a shot gets through, you know, so be it. You hope your goalie makes that save, um, but you don't want to give give the next shot up. You don't want to let that rebound get to somebody else's stick or a pass get yeah. through the slot or something like that. 
Yeah, I mean, like, uh, um, back at the Randy Carlson, the the goal that we lost in the I don't even know what in the playoffs to um that was Lehman's team. It was a point shot. It went um came in. Jake went to block it. Bounced off Jake. Went over to the other guy and he put it in. I mean, that's something that you can't you can't control that. It's a bounce and bounces happen all the time. You know that. So for sure. Um, let's talk um, about individual scenarios. I, I don't envy you guys most nights in the, in the net. Um, tell me what's going through your head when you see somebody like Brandon Ryder winding up for a slap shot and nobody in front of it to block it. <laughs> uh, I guess I, I, I'm normally like, you know, like I'm, 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 I'm waiting for him to, I'm trying to think of the right word. Um, I kind of – I like it. I know Adam is really adamant on taking one to the head or something like that, but that's the main thing. I guess I kind of steer towards away is getting hit directly in the face. I mean, I've got my bell rung by him. The very first time I played with him, he took a slap shot, and I was wearing one of those cheap masks you buy from, like, Dunham's or right. somewhere. And it it hit me, like, right at about the eye and went the back on the right side of my head, and it cracked the whole helmet down by my ear. So, I mean, ever since that, I've always been a little hesitant with him. But now, you know, with, with the goal equipment you can buy nowadays, it's so it's so protective that nothing's really going to hurt you. So you're just kind of like, you know what, fire away, you know? So do you enjoy playing against players like that that have, like, the, the hard point shots? Or do you like, uh, you know, or is it easier when you're playing against guys that are, you know, that aren't going to beat you from way out? So you're talking about like a difference between, I'd say like Cody and Andy, because I would say Andy's more of a forehand, you know, finesse, yeah, wrist R- right. Um, I would definitely say Cody. I mean, I'm not saying Andy's better than Cody, but the fact of like, if you get out on your angle, it doesn't matter who's shooting it. Ninety-eight percent of the time, if you're on the right angle and your position is good, then you're fine it'll probably end up hitting you somewhere before you have to move towards it. Unless, you know, you're like me and I sit with my glove down too much and that's where I get beat a good amount of the time is upside. So, but we won't tell your opponents that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 What about tendencies? Do you kind of anticipate what certain players are going to do? Do you like, for example, think, Oh, this person's, you know, going to try to go five hole or this person's going to deke me or this person I think is going to pass. Yeah, I guess there there's specific guys that like Buzzard. Um, he's always been he always harps on me about my five hole. So I know anytime I'm playing against him in like a winter league or fall league, that he's gonna try to put it between my legs every time. Um, but like some other guys, you just know that their hands aren't like you know they're not like Andy's or Jared's or you know certain guys that really can deke and finesse good, and you know they're gonna get up to you within six ten feet and rip it so i mean you can really you know um who was it sean logan i think told me a long time ago when i was learning how to play he's like it's stuck in my head that what is it about 70 percent of shots are going to be on the ground because hmm. uh, i mean a lot of people can't lift them specifically with a pop right but <clears throat> um yeah i mean you always get that and then the times whenever you get burnt are obvious are always the times that are the worst you know what i mean Oh, I'm sure. Um, what about what's more important in your mind, a goalie who is bigger and plays the angles well, or maybe a smaller goaler, goalie who's quicker? 
Um, <clears throat> I guess I would probably say bigger and better on their angles. I mean, that kind of question sets me up on two different guys. Sets me up on like Rob Keith. You know, the way he plays his position and his positioning nonstop is just insane. And I, I don't, I, I don't think anybody else has that good of positioning as he does. But um, and then I look at um, <clears throat> like Todd. Like Todd's a very good goalie too. But sometimes, you know, his, I don't know if it, maybe his six and his nine hole are a little bit more open with maybe not being bigger like around the midsection area. I don't know. Yeah, it's almost like the athleticism. Um, some goalies rely more on the athleticism, whereas others rely more on positioning. Um, yeah. And I agree with you. When you look at Rob Keith, there's really nothing to shoot at as as a shooter. Um, no, no. And he's just so good in, on his skates. And um, and he, for even – how old it, I'm not sure of how old Rob is, but, um, I mean, still at – He's an older guy, and at his age, he's still playing extremely well. I thought. Have you thought about going to skates too? I actually have. I've been wanting to for a while. The first problem was um, they didn't make them in my size. I wear like size thirteen, so I would need like a twelve double E because my feet are wide. So um, they don't make double E's, and that's why whenever we um, actually when we stopped down at. Um, Pittsburgh. What was that place called? Yeah, again? I can't remember. I was just thinking of that uh, <laughs> on the way home from our pure trip. Pure yeah. hockey. Yeah, when we stopped there, I was actually asking about it because I've been wanting to do it for a while, and they still don't really offer what I need. So um, I'm just waiting until they're starting to make new skates. Um, I'm sure eventually they'll come out with something. But the other the other factor was my weight. I was too heavy to be on skates you have to be a little bit more agile on your skates. so speaking of that you've done a lot of work to bring your weight down i know that's something that you you talked about before so what what's been your secret and do you think that's made an impact on your play uh yeah a hundred percent i mean i've lost um 85 pounds since i've started that's everything great. i started last uh, march 30th last year yeah i started um you know, I just kind of, I finally went to the doctors after a long time and they've, you know, I found out my triglycerides were high, which is a sign of being pre-diabetic. And, you know, the first thing I thought of is that there's no way I ever want to be diabetic. So, um, the next day I used to, I used to drink probably five, six pops a day and Kool-Aid and fast food and all kinds of stuff all the time. Um, and eating late at night was bad. And, uh, the next day I cut it off. Hmm. I just stopped and within three weeks I lost 25 pounds. And then uh, um, I guess portions of it would have been through a couple, couple of different breakups. You know, whenever you go through a, um, a relationship ending, I guess it kind of helps you get motivated more to do it. So then, you know, once I started playing up in Brockway, that was two nights of sweating a lot and exercise plus the dieting and now, you know, working out and still, I still want to do twice a week, at least at hockey, then um and I'd like to lose another 50 pounds before I'm done. That's that's a great goal. And, uh, you know, I, I I mean, I don't know if it's uh, part of the reason that you've gotten to be, you know, such a solid goalie in the league, but I'm sure it doesn't hurt. Uh, well, see, you know, and I from last year, I mean, I was pretty decent before that. So whenever I was 85 pounds heavier, I was still playing pretty good, which is shocking to me because – you know, lifting, if you pick up a, you know, 85 pounds worth of weights, I mean, that's heavy. Right. And that's just, um, 
it's shocking to me how much you know how, how much different my my knees feel and my ankles feel and stuff and even after playing a game up there you know how i'm not i'm not as tired as i used to be so. sure so do you watch other goalies and i know you say you know you've talked about todd you've talked about uh, adam and and rob and um do you try to like look at what they're doing in a game and, or do you watch goalies on tv in the nhl and see how they're reacting during a game to to help your game yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm constantly looking at, you know, Adam and Doc. I mean, not Adam and Doc, but Adam and Rob. Um, they're, I always watch them whenever they're playing. But um, I would say more than watching the NHL is playing NHL on PlayStation. You know, you can play goalie on there. And um, I guess it just kind of helps with um, angles and stuff. I, I, don't, I don't know how to really describe it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think the best thing – to learn is watching people that do it perfectly like the way you know if you look at flurry butterfly i mean there's not a better butterfly than his and uh i was kind of talking about adam with this down in florida when we were there um the how you're either born with the ability to do that or not you know he you know because he can do a very good one and i mean i think mine probably will get a little bit better as i lose a little bit more weight and stuff but um i don't it'll never be as good as as adam's or you know, like even like Josh, Josh's butterfly is, it's wide, it's flat. You know I mean? It doesn't, it's not V. you know what I mean? When I'm, when I sure, say like there's no openings at the, like the five hole. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, that's a big thing to just kind of pay attention to and see what other guys are doing differently. And I mean, I've changed my style over the years. I think before I was like, stand up more like Herm. And then once I started learning more and more how to go down the right way and take up more than that when you go down, then I started doing that. Oh, you're the second straight interview. I, I interviewed Llewellyn here last week. I, I think you had a chance to listen to that. And he, he yeah. mentioned uh, the NHL game on uh, whatever device you guys are using now. I'm an old guy. I don't <laughs> – I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah, doing it. But yeah. maybe I'll have to get one. It's sounding like it's, I mean, it's good stuff for your game. I mean, it, it's fun. I mean, it get. I mean, it's constant hockey. You know, I play. You know, on you, you get on there. You can make your own guy, whatever position you want to be, and then you know, you just play with your buddies. You know, like me, um, Jake, and my one buddy, and uh, actually Zach Fordori are on there, and we get on there and play. So that's awesome. Um, it's fun. You know, it's just something to do, and it, it, but it, you know, kids change things. Oh, Bobby, right, so. right. Maybe they'll <laughs> you know, get so. me into it when they get older. I don't know yeah you maybe yeah yeah so do you have any nerves going into a game do you usually do you feel any you know do you feel nervous for big games for you know regular games um i would say i would say i never feel nervous for um games like in fall and winter league and stuff i mean i look at fall and winter league as more of a practice i guess um to work on certain parts of my game or you know to get better for summer but definitely when it comes to summer every game i have I, a little bit of nerves and definitely um the randy carlson i mean every game like i heard on you know when you and lou were talking any i mean it's 10 minutes or eight nine minutes whatever it, it is but it, one bad bounce the game's done i mean it's, it's not enough time so you know you really have to be on your game but normally once you once i get playing a little bit and see some shots and it finally it comes down, which I think maybe I can, I get my nerves worked up a little bit too much, which is why maybe I give my, 
I give up a goal. A lot of guys always pick on me because I give up a goal, you know, a couple minutes into it. Right. But. So what about uh, – you mentioned the, the game that was 3-1 to one in the playoffs a couple of years ago or a few years back. Is – do you have an, another XHL game that stands out or an achievement that you've done that you've been very proud of? Um, I'd say, you know, that was a good game. Um, I would say probably the only thing I could think of would be, I mean, one thing I always wanted to do was get best goalie, and I got it, what was that, two, three years ago? Um, the year that we lost to you guys in the finals. I, I got best goalie. And that's, that's really the main thing I want to do that. And it'd be nice to win a cup, you know, it'd be cool. Right. Um, but, um, you know, we'll see. Well, I like, I, I like your chances. You guys have a, I mean, a, a solid team as always. And uh, you've, you've got to the, to the final a couple of times, just haven't been able to get over the top yet with that. Um, so. Yeah. And um, oh, go ahead. The, the first well the first year it was against you guys that was when Kevin was with you and um we had Dibel and that's the year that I broke down in North Carolina and I missed game one I missed I think you second. missed game one yeah well I, I missed the second round and game okay. one because I didn't play again I don't know who they played against it might have been Yeti but um yeah and then when I got back, my mind was just not where it needed to be, and I couldn't, I couldn't stop anything. You guys, you guys played a great. I remember uh, first game. We were thinking we get, we have to win this game, you know, with Clint not being here, and I think they put John Zimmerman in that, who I don't even know yep. if he ever played goalie, but it was a it was a very yep. competitive game, and and John did a good job, and I thought, boy, if we don't if yeah. we don't win this game, I I don't like our chances going forward, but you never know. Yeah. So before we end this, we're approaching the 30-minute the mark, and I, I know um, about attention spans as a teacher, so I'm going to try to <laughs> get this, get this uh, to the finish line. But this year you joined our traveling Penguins group. We went to Florida. We got to see the Lightning and the Panthers play. Um, I know you had never flown before. And you hadn't joined us on any of these other trips, but what was it like for you to go on that trip? And w would you encourage others to join us in the future if you were planning to go again? Of course, when it's safe oh, to do uh, it, of course. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent I would. I mean, that was, I mean, the farthest I've gone before been you know the top of South Carolina, just driving. And I like I've told like I told you and everybody in the group knew that I was terrified of flying, but I kind of. I just sucked it up because I want to start, you know, I'd like to go overseas and do things, you know, there and you know, fly to Canada and stuff like that. So it's like, I needed to get something in and this was a kind of a time where it was kind of perfect for me. And, um, I had a fantastic time. I would do it again tomorrow, you know, if I could, but, um, and I'm planning on doing it again next year, if we can do it next year. Um, but yeah, hundred percent, I would tell anybody who wants to go do it. I mean, have a great time, you know, relax and, I mean, not everybody drank beer, but I drank beer, I think, the whole time. <laughs> um, um, I, You know, the one thing I really enjoyed was golfing down there, even though I'm a terrible golfer. I had a great time golfing. No, I, thought, but, I think you're a little hard uh, on yourself. I thought you, you played pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Well, and for you know, not playing for, you know, a few months, that kind of always hurts. Right, that, and we but, avoided any um, disasters with any alligators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it was, uh, it was a great experience, and, yeah, I'm excited to – do another trip next year whether it's 
you know, like they were talking about doing that same trip again, whether it's that or going, you know, find something else, somewhere else to go. But um, that was a great time. Well, that was a great time. And this was a great time, Clint. So I really do appreciate you coming on here. And um, I hope we get to see you very soon and we get to, uh, to play against each other here in the XHL season this summer. Yes, me too. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, Bob. All right, Clinker, take care. Hi, hey, you too. Yep. Thanks, Bob. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Clint Lingenfelder. I know I did. It's always interesting to pick the brains of other players in the league, and as scary as it might be, to try to get inside the heads of some of these goalies that we play with. So that's it for this episode. If you have a suggestion or question or comment for the show, feel free to message me on Facebook to make a, um, uh, a comment or to potentially write me an email at xhl underscore hockey at hotmail.com. If you have an idea for somebody you'd like to listen to on the show, that's fine too. Just send your suggestion to me. Until next time, have a great week and stay safe.